Thank you for joining us at Praise Chapel Paramount. We hope you enjoyed this message from our midweek service with Johnny Alcaraz. Also, we'd love to hear what God has done in your life. To share your story, email us at info at pcparamount.org. Again, we hope you enjoyed this message. Praise God. You know, it's a trip. Um, nine and a half years ago, if, if you would have told me on a Friday night I'd be in church, I would have been like, you're crazy, right? Nine and a half years ago, if you would have told me that I'd be at church and I'd be preaching, I would have been like, you're really crazy. And so with that being said, man, God is so good. Amen. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you tonight, God. I thank you for your spirit. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your mercy, God. And I, and I just thank you, God, that you're faithful all the time, Lord. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So tonight I want to talk about uh, fighting through the pain to receive your blessing. How many have ever been through some pain in life, right? That's, everybody's hand should be up because we, that's, life is full of pains, ups and downs sometimes. And the scripture I use is um, Genesis 32. I didn't have him put it up. My bad. Um, Genesis 32, 22. And it says this. It says, so that night Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 sons and crossed the fort of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. And so Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until daybreak. And when the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. And then the man said, let me go for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Amen. So let me give you a little bit of context of what's going on here. So before Jacob got into this wrestling match with God, Jacob is in, in a very tough place, right? So Jacob, um, we all know the story of Jacob and Esau, right? So Jacob was in a season of fear and uncertainty. He was on the run. He was fearful that he was going to meet his brother and that his brother was going to kill him, right? So he, had, he was living in this fear of uncertainty. We've all been there. Have you ever been in a season where you've been fearful or uncertain? You don't know what's going on, right? You don't know what's happening. And that's the season that Jacob was in. And so he's just, you can imagine as he sends his wife and his kids and his possessions, go before me, and he's, he's alone. You know, sometimes in those alone situations when you're desperate, is a perfect time when God will step in. God will step in and he'll get your attention. God will step in and let you know, hey, I'm here. So there's a couple of things. I, I'm one of the PowerPoint guys. I love to do PowerPoints. I love to do, you know, power one, uh, point one, two, three. I, should, I just, that's the way I was taught. That's the way I like to do it. And so, um, and so my first point is, through all of this, Jacob hung on in his pain, right? As he wrestled with God, Jacob hung on in pain. Even, <laughs> so we have to fight, right? Even when we have... Even when we got hurt, even when we have displaced hip, right? Even when we're hurting, even when we're wounded, we have to continue to fight. 
We have to declare in our hurt and in our pain, Jesus, I am not going to let you go. I am not going to let you go until you bless me. I can't let you go until you bless me. That's what Jacob says. Jacob was determined to hang on to God even through the pain. And so we have to learn, right, because we know life is going to have some hurts and some pains. It's, It's inevitable. There's no way around it. But if we can just learn to hang on to Jesus in the pain, in the tough times, amen? One of the sad realities um, is that I've seen people come and people go, and, and, and I see them, and they let go. They let go of God, and, and all they had to do was hold on. All they had to do was hang on to Jesus, and all they had to do was just, just hold on to the master. But they let go. And how did they not know that their blessing was right around the corner? See, you got to hold on because you don't know. Whatever you're going through, you don't know that if your blessing is right around the corner. Joshua 23a says, instead, remain faithful to the Lord your God as you have, have, you, have, you have done this day. Number two is Jacob was a fighter. How many fighters we got in here? Come on now. I trip out sometimes, right? Back in the day, you know, in the world, we were down to fight with anybody, right? Right? We were down to fight. But when it comes to fighting the enemy and getting a hold of God and praying and believing, we become cowards sometimes. Right? We wouldn't let nobody tell us what to do. But all of a sudden, God wants to minister to us or the enemy comes in and we, we begin to cower. We got to be fighters. We got to fight. See, I believe that Jacob remembered the promises. See, you got to remember the promises. God's word is full of promises, right? That's why it's there. It's for us. I believe that Jacob remembered the promises that, that were given to his grandfather, Abraham. Right? Remember, Ab- that was his grandfather. Isaac was his dad. And so um, Abraham was the one that got the, you know, God said he's going to bless. The descendants are going to be more than the stars. And so that those same promises that, that were given to Abraham were also given to Jacob, but also for Jacob's the next generation, right? And when I, be, when I read that, I begin to think, so you guys are affecting the next generation. No, you are affecting the next generation. So those promises, and we, so what I'm trying to say is you got to fight for the next generation, right? You got to fight for the next generation. I, read, I picked up this quote that said, if it's not worth fighting for, it's not worth having. So ask yourself, is it worth it? Ask yourselves, are your loved ones worth it? Your sons and daughters, they might be walking in a different path right now, but you got to fight. You got to fight. You got to declare, say, God, I'm not going to let go. I can't let go because my kids are depending on my faith. My kids are depending on me. You can't let go. Who remembers Joseph the dreamer? Right? Joseph the dreamer. I, I love the story of Joseph. Joseph, if you, if you don't know that, Joseph was the youngest son of Jacob. And how many know Joseph? If you know the story of Joseph, if you don't, I encourage you to read it. I, I believe it's in the ending of Genesis 40. Look at Google it. <laughs> so how many know jo- Joseph went through a lot in his life? I'll give you a, a quick, quick preview real quick. So number one is Joseph was disowned and betrayed by his own brothers. Right? That's tough. He was accused of rape, right? He was doing, he was working at Potiphar's house. Potiphar and Potiphar's wife tried to, you know, seduce him. And he, and Joseph being the man of, you know, the man of God that he was, he, he said no. And she said, she made some accusations against him. And so he was, and then he was thrown into the slammer, right? Thrown into the big house or whatever. And, uh, 
my buddy was making fun of me because I said slammer one time. He goes, they don't call it that. I go, all right. Um, <laughs> accused of He's thrown into jail. But yet, through all of that stuff that Joseph was going through, right, he never, he never stopped honoring God. He never stopped seeking God. He never, not once in the Bible do you read Joseph saying, forget this, God. I, this was done to me. I don't deserve this. Forget you. Nah, Joseph continued to honor God. Joseph continued to honor God. See, he had that, I'm not going to let you go till you bless me attitude, right? He had that, I'm not going to let you go, God, until you bless me attitude. And, I, and as I begin to read that, I begin to think about it. Is it possible that Joseph had heard the story about his dad, about how he wrestled with God and he overcame, Right? I mean, I begin to think about that. You know, you, you hear the stories of your dad, you know, you're all hanging out at the family together, you hear stories about your dad, and oh, wow, you know. But is it possible that Joseph heard the story about his dad's faith, how his dad was a righteous man, how his dad was going to seek God, and even in the struggle, even when he could have turned around, he still kept going for God. Is it possible that Joseph heard that? And as, a, and as an adult, he began to apply that because he's seen it. He's seen, he's seen it. So how many know, and, and, and how many know your faith, your faith will encourage your kids? Your faith will encourage your family? Your faith will encourage your coworkers? Right? Don't be scared. When you see that coworker, man, and he, and he needs prayer, I, I encourage you, go for it. Just pray for him. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I know it's, it's awkward because you're in the middle of the office. I've done it. And I, and I lay hands on him and, you know, Hey, how you, how you feeling? Oh, man, I feel better. Man. Praise God. I got to go. No, nah, I'm just kidding. No, but I'm saying go for it because your faith, your faith will encourage other people. Deuteronomy 11, uh, 18 through 19. Parents, imprint these words of mine on your hearts and, your, and imprint these words of mine on your hearts and minds. Bind them as a sign on your hands. And let them be a symbol on your foreheads. Teach them to your children. Talking about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road. When you lie down and when you get up. Amen. Number three. Jacob had an encounter with God. And when you have an encounter with God, let me tell you something. God will, be, will change your name. God will change you, right? We're hearing stories tonight. Brother Peter, Ricky, there's, mil, there's a thousand stories in here, man. God has changed each. If you've accepted Christ in your life, God has changed your name. You're not who you used to be. You're not what they said you were. You're not, that's not you any longer. You're a daughter of the most high God. You're a son of the most high God. You are royalty. You got to remember that. You're royalty. We're, the, we're king's kids. We're king's kids. And so Jacob. Sorry. <laughs> Jacob went from being called deceiver, which that's what his name means, to Israel. One who struggles with God and man and overcomes. And see, if you just hold on to God. I want to tell you this, brothers and sisters. Everybody, listen. If you just hold on to God in your season of whatever it is that you're in, your blessing is coming. 
Your blessing is coming. Come on, say it with me. Say, my blessing is coming. Come on, say it with me. My blessing is coming. I just got to hold on. So I got another question. And, you know, the Bible says that, you know, Paul the Apostle says that we should take an inventory of ourselves, right? Try to do it daily at every other day. Don't go a whole week, but take an inventory of yourself, okay? How, how, am I, how, is my life lining up with, with, with God's word? Is my life, am I being a blessing or am I being a jerk, you know? <laughs> no, yeah, you know, am, 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 I, am I being a good example? Am I showing the love of Christ? You know, these are, these are good evaluations that we need to do ourselves. That's why the Bible says that we need to evaluate ourselves. And so I ask you, are you maintaining an attitude of fight? Not an attitude, but an attitude of fight. And what I mean by that, are you, are you praying, brother? Are you praying for your family? Are you reading? Right? And I'm not saying, are you reading? Start off with a couple of scriptures in the morning. Start off with some, and read some scriptures in the afternoon and, and just let it build little by little. Are you worshiping? Man, I've had some of the best times worshiping God and just driving in my truck and we're stuck in traffic. And another one is witnessing. Are you witnessing? Are you being a witness, right? Just being, just being a good testimony. So we have to remember, guys... Um, and I'm, I'm going to wind down a little bit. <laughs> it's hard for me to do. We have to remember who we're fighting for, why we're fighting, and who we're fighting. We need to engage the enemy. You know, a lot of times, you know, a lot of times the enemy have us. We give him too much credit. He'll have us backpedaling. A lot of Christians, if you notice, we're 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 backpedaling. If you're backpedaling a lot, then take an evaluation. Speak to your leader, you know. You know, I'm going to give a shout out. You know, if, if you don't attend a life group, I encourage you, if, attend a life group. They're there for, to build relationship. They're there to encourage and build up, right? Be open to it, though. Be open, you know. Just, just come open. You know, don't get mad if your leader tells you something. I know the leaders in this church, they're, they're not telling you because they're mad or they're mean. They're telling you because they care about you. They love you, Right? And from my, my perspective is I just want to see the best for everyone. I want to see you increase and grow in all that God has for you because I know God is going to bless you. And I'm going to close with this, with this scripture. It's from Paul. I love Paul. Paul's gangster. He really is um, for, for Jesus. So finally, finally, be strong in the Lord in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces in the heavenly realms. We can't see them sometimes. We can't see them. So therefore, why is it therefore? The therefore, right? Put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with a breastplate of righteousness in place, with your feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to this, take up the shield of faith, which can extinguish the flaming arrows of the enemy. 
Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. And with this in mind, be alert and always keep praying for the Lord's people. And so, hold on, right? Hold on to God. Don't let go. Don't let go. Don't let go. Amen? God bless you, God. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's message from Praise Chapel Paramount. If you want to stay connected, follow us online with Facebook and Instagram at PC Paramount or visit our website at praisechapelparamount.com.